Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. You're listening to a Flash Briefing from MLive with your host, Jessica Shepard. This is Michigan News from MLive for Friday, September 10th, and I'm Jessica Shepard. Michigan's Lower Tequamanon Falls is getting a huge pedestrian bridge. A lawsuit claims regents are censoring University of Michigan sexual abuse survivors, and the DNR stocked Michigan waters with nearly 2.9 million walleye this year. Visitors to Michigan's famous Tequamanon Falls will soon have an easier time seeing the lower falls thanks to a 142-foot-long pedestrian bridge. Crews have been constructing the bridge all week at the state park and plan to open it in October after inspections. While the Upper Falls is one of the largest waterfalls east of the Mississippi at more than 200 feet across with a drop of nearly 50 feet, the lower falls offer a different experience. The lower falls are a series of five smaller falls around a small island located about four miles downstream from the upper falls. Visitors can rent a rowboat and take a short trip across the water to explore the island and its falls. The bridge will make the island much more accessible for just about anyone to cross the water. This bridge will allow for easier park staff and emergency services access to help maintain and keep the island safe, said Tequamanon Falls State Park Manager Kevin Dennis. Ten people, including a former University of Michigan football team captain, are suing the university for alleged violations of the Open Meetings Act at Board of Regents meetings. The lawsuit filed in Ingham County Circuit Court in Mason on Thursday accuses U of M of limiting the ability of survivors of sexual abuse by former athletic Dr. Robert Anderson to speak at Regents meetings. The current speaker limit is five people per topic, according to U of M policy. One of the plaintiffs is Henry Hill, a Wolverine defensive tackle and first-team All-American in 1970. Hill, nine other survivors, and their attorneys argue the limit on speakers is a form of censorship on language that tarnishes U of M's image. The Board of Regents has the authority to establish rules for public comment, U of M spokesman Rick Fitzgerald said. The U of M policy is, quote, consistent with those at other Michigan public universities, he said. Michigan law states that a rule limiting the period of public comment may not be applied in a manner that denies a person the right to address the public body, according to an Open Meetings Act handbook. The lawsuit requests the court force U of M to allow more speakers to address sexual abuse with the regents at future meetings. The DNR stacked nearly 2.9 million walleye fingerlings in more than 75 bodies of water throughout Michigan in the spring and summer. Eggs were taken from adult walleye from the Muskegon River and Little Bay Dinoc and hatched at the DNR's Thompson, Wolf Lake, and Platte River state fish hatcheries. A few days after hatching, the walleye were moved from the state fish hatcheries to local walleye ponds and reared for 50 to 60 days, feeding on tiny aquatic animals called zooplankton. The fingerlings were then stocked in public waters when they reached 1.5 to 2 inches long. The DNR says fish will grow to legal 
legal size in three to five years. You can always find the latest Michigan news at MLive.com and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can find all of our podcast offerings by visiting MLive.com slash podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great weekend and go Lions!